welcome to the 13th episode of the second series of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Last week, we talked about sleep and we chatted to Lizzie King of Lizzie Loves Healthy about how and why we sleep. And we discovered how important light is to our bodies so it can work out when it's time to be awake and when it's time to sleep. Of course, sleep is something that we all do. This week, we're talking about something else we all do and animals do too. But it's not about sleep. It's about something a bit more stinky. This episode is about poo. Our guest this week is the wonderful picture book creator, Kim Hilliard, who's going to talk to us about a very special animal that poos. Let's hear our first question. It comes from Tabitha and Matilda. Hi, girls. Hi, Molly. My name's Tabitha. And my name is Matilda. We have a pet hamster at our school. And we were wondering, why does he eat his own poo? Hi, Matilda and Tabitha. Thanks for sending me your very funny question. Well done for noticing this strange habit your school hamster has. To answer your question for you, here is Kim Hilliard. She draws and writes beautifully to make wonderful picture books. Her first picture book is about a fly called Mabel, and her second is about a hamster called Ned. So Kim knows lots about hamsters as she's written a whole picture book about a hamster. And I thought she'd be the perfect person to answer your question. Over to Kim. Hi, Tabitha and Matilda. Thank you for your question. My name is Kim Hilliard and I'm an author and illustrator, which means I write stories and draw pictures. My new book is called Ned and the Great Garden Hamster Race a story about kindness and it stars lots of different hamsters from all over the world. So why do hamsters eat their own poo? I know what you're thinking. Yuck! And yes, it does seem yucky to us, but to a little hamster this is a very useful activity because it helps them survive. As I'm sure you know, going for a poo is very important for humans and for hamsters. Just like humans, when a hamster eats its food, it kickstarts a process called digestion. This is when our bodies break down the food we eat into tiny particles and take out all the good stuff, the nutrients and vitamins that keep us strong and healthy. Any squished up food particles we no longer need come out as poo. Human poo is toxic and full of harmful bacteria. We should never eat our poo. So why on earth would a hamster? Because when a hamster digests its food, it produces extra vitamins and amino acids to help it survive, thanks to friendly bacteria in its tummy. Hamsters absorb some of this on the inside, but the rest comes out as special soft droppings. And then, you guessed it, they gobble up this special nutritious poo, usually straight from their bottom, like a delicious brown ice cream made just for hamsters. Yuck! But hamsters don't eat all their poo. The droppings you see at the bottom of your hamster cage are different. These are hard and are of no use to our little furry friends. Hamsters normally eat their special nutritious poo at night, but you probably won't see it happen. Rabbits do it too. 
But if you do see your hamster or rabbit doing this, there is no reason to worry. They are very clever creatures and they know how to keep themselves healthy. Thanks so much, Kim, for your excellent answer about hamsters and why they eat their own poo. I hope that answered your question, Matilda and Tabitha. And do send me a picture of your school hamster if you get a chance. You can tell him or her they've been on a podcast. I bet there aren't that many hamsters who can say that. Now, we have a really exciting competition this week. Ladybird Books have given us a copy of both of Kim's wonderful books. The first is called Mabel and the Mountain, and it's about a small fly with really big dreams who only listens to those who say you can. It's such a lovely picture book, and it's a big favourite at bedtime in our house. Her second book is called Ned and the Great Garden Hamster Race, a story about kindness, which I completely love as well. To win these two picture books, as well as some fun activity sheets that go with them, all you have to do is tell me the name of your hamster or your school's hamster. Or if you don't have a hamster, the best name you can think of for a hamster. So the name you would give a hamster if you had one. Just ask an adult to borrow their smartphone, open the voice recording app and say your name and age, and then tell me your great name for a hamster. The best name for a hamster you can possibly think of. Just record yourself saying that, then email me your entry to molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. You'll probably need an adult to email me, but that's okay. Just ask someone. Please, can you send me my hamster name to molly so I can enter this week's competition? We'll play the best entries on next week's podcast and pick a winner for Mabel and Net Kim's two books. Good luck, everyone. Our next question is also about poo, but it's not about animal poo. It's about poos that you do. Our question comes from Cleo, who lives in Australia. Hi, Cleo. Hi, I'm Cleo. And why my poo is stinky? Well, thank you for your excellent question, Cleo. Why is your poo so stinky? Well, poo is made of food your body hasn't used up. It's made of bacteria, mucus and dead cells your body wants to get rid of. It smells a bit stinky because of the bacteria in it. But if your poo smells really stinky, it's probably been stuck inside your body for too long. So what you need to do is drink more water. So you poo more often and then your poo should be less stinky. There are some foods that make poo extra stinky, especially sugar, because that feeds the bacteria in your body and gives off gases that smell really bad. Also, foods with something called sulphur in it, like meat and Brussels sprouts, if you ever eat those, they can make your poo smell very bad. Oh no! If you think your poo is extra stinky, try to eat lots of lovely fresh food with fibre in it, like bananas, oats, apples and lentils, and do lots of exercise, and then see if your poo smells better. But don't worry, everyone's poo's a bit stinky. This is probably very useful, actually, because then whenever we see and smell it, we think, yuck, it's so smelly that no one would ever try to eat their own poo like a hamster eats theirs, which is useful for humans. 
because it would make us very sick if we did try to eat our own poo. So we're very lucky it smells stinky, so no one ever tries. I hope that answers your question, Cleo, and thank you so much for sending it in. Now, our next question is also about poo, but it's about something useful you can do with it. The question comes from Magnus, who lives in Bristol, in England. Over to Magnus. My name is Magnus. I'm six years old. I like taekwondo. And my question is, how do you make electricity from poo? Thanks, Magnus, for your excellent question. How do you make electricity out of poo? Well, when poo breaks down, it lets off a gas with lots of methane in it. We call this biogas. And it's possible to use biogas to make energy and so electricity. This can be done with any kind of poo, really. We could use your poo if you really wanted. All kinds of poop-to-power ideas are going on around the world. There are lots of people working on this, trying to work out fast and cheap ways to turn poop, which is very easy to make, into power, which everyone needs. Turning one into the other in a quick and cheap way is the tricky bit. But there are ways, and in the future, there'll be even better ways. At the moment, there are two main ways. One is biogas, which I mentioned, and another is dehydration. Let's go a little bit more into biogas and take the example of cows. Because cows do huge poos, they'll make a great example. So cow poo is also called manure. On dairy farms, where farmers keep lots and lots of cows to collect their milk, which we drink, what often happens is the cow's manure is collected to make biogas, which is then burned to make electricity. What happens is the cow poo goes into a big tank where it's heated up and then the hot poo is pumped into even more tanks, which churn the hot poo around. The gas that comes out of the hot churning poo when it breaks down is biogas. And that biogas is collected up and then burned to make electricity. Some big dairy farms can produce enough electricity to power their local town full time. Imagine that, living in a town where every time you turn the light on or use your computer or use any kind of electricity, you can thank the local cows. That's amazing. Cows poo a lot, so there's the potential for lots of electricity to be made. Another thing you can do to turn poo into energy is take all the water out of animal poo. This is called dehydrating it. Then you can turn the dehydrated poo into little pellets like barbecue bricks you can use. By burning them, they create about the same amount of energy as is made when you burn coal. I hope that answers your question, Magnus, and thank you for sending it in. In the future, more of the world might be powered by poo. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very, very lovely week. A huge thank you to the wonderful Kim Hilliard for talking to us about hamsters 
and why they eat their own poo. And a big thank you to Magnus, Cleo, Tabitha and Matilda for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. Wishing you all a lovely week full of hopefully sunshine and lovely things. Not too many stinky things like poop. Remember to answer the competition to win a copy of Kim's new book, Ned the Great Hamster Race, and her first book, Mabel. I'll announce the winner on next week's podcast. Remember, all you have to do is tell me the best name you can think of for a hamster or the name of your hamster or your school's hamster and get an adult smartphone. Ask them to open the voice recording app on it and then say, Hello, my name is, and say your name, and your age, and maybe where you live, or something that you like, and then tell me your best hamster name. Then email that recording to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk, and I'll play the best entries next week on Everything Under the Sun. Remember, if you have a question you would like answered on the show, all you have to do is ask an adult to record you asking it. It's the same as entering a competition. Just ask them to use their smartphone, open the voice recording app and record you asking your question. Just say your name, your age, a bit about yourself and where you live and ask me your question and send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk so I can hear your questions and answer them as soon as I can. Also, if you like the show, please do go wherever you get your podcast of Everything Under the Sun from and rate it, which takes you about five seconds. And if you have time, do write a lovely little review because apparently that really helps other people to find the podcast and helps me to keep making Everything Under the Sun. And of course, send this episode to everyone you can think of who might like it. Ask your mum and dad, can you send this to all your friends? That would be really, really helpful. Thank you. I also wanted to let you know about the beautiful Everything Under the Sun book. We've almost got a cover, which I can't wait to share with you. And it's coming out on the 9th of September. It's available to pre-order now if you're feeling very organised. Wishing you all a very lovely week. Thank you so much for listening and sharing and being so brilliant. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you and goodbye. (laughs) 